RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. All right, normally on Tuesday morning, we speak with Tim Wilms from the Unshackled.net in Melbourne. But because of our long weekend, uh, we've bumped that one day ahead for this week. But he'll be back next Tuesday at the regular time. So Tim Wilms joins us on a Wednesday morning. Tim, welcome back to Reality Check Radio. Thanks for being on. It's been a while, and there is big news from Victoria is that dictator Dan Andrews has fallen, not fallen down two steps again. He has fallen from power. He announced yesterday he would be resigning. He is still premier uh, as as of right now, uh, but uh, his resignation takes effect from 5 p.m. Australian Eastern time today. A lot wow. of people uh, were saying, oh, would it would it take effect from 11.59 p.m. tonight, given that's uh, how he announced uh, that when lockdown rules would come into effect, when okay. yeah, we heard yeah. the news that there'd be a snap press conference from Dan Andrews at uh, 1.30 p.m. on Tuesday, there was a, there was, it gave a lot of people there, their PTSD <laughs> came yeah, back, yeah, well, uh, but, it, yeah, but yeah. it's the best snap yeah, yeah. Press conference uh, Dan Andrews has ever given because it's his last. And uh, there's a celebration planned at 5 p.m. when his resignation takes effect on the, the steps of uh, Victoria's Parliament House. It's going to be one hell of a party. Wow. Okay. So who's saying what about this? This has sort of come out of the blue, has it? Well, there had been uh, rumours for a number of months. Uh, People in Dan's uh, private office uh, had uh, made plans to to move on from, from their roles. And uh, obviously he had, uh, he had been uh, training his uh, anointed successor, which is his uh, deputy and socialist uh, left ally, Jacinta Allen. Uh, So that's going to be uh, the, (laughs) The next next chapter, the because when a dictator falls, uh, there is always a power vacuum, and so the yep. the old Labour factions uh, there from the right is the the Rhodes Minister Ben Carroll. Uh, he could be the what you call it a dark horse, a Smokey. Uh, he could come up through the through through the middle there. Uh, so uh, Labour has to well they they'll have to adjust to, to life without uh, their mad king. Uh, that is what his former uh, rival power broker, Adam Somirak, who is now a Democratic Labour Party MLC. Uh, so like when Saddam Hussein and uh, Gaddafi uh, in Libya were overthrown, there was a mass power vacuum. The The countries were in ruin. Well, Victoria is a, it is a, on the on the path to, to ruin uh, with our uh, debt uh, ballooning over 100 billion uh, dollars uh, with uh, in all the the infrastructure projects uh, Dan has has in the works all over budget and over time Uh, so that is Dan's legacy as well as the 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 COVID reign of terror uh, that he uh, subjected us to so okay so there's nothing not one thing in particular Um, it's a culmination of a whole or a bunch of things that he has uh, decided that um, there's no point in carrying on. He, I'm still a bit perplexed as to why he's called this because up till recently, no matter what, it seemed that 
that Dan just sailed on. Well, he did say earlier this year that he intended to uh, to uh, serve the, the full uh, four-year term until the next election in November 2026. Uh, he said that he changed his mind and said that he after a discussion uh, with his family, he believed that it was the time to move on. Uh, so that is what he said today. Obviously, Dan is a pathological liar, uh, though we are glad <laughs> that he broke uh, this uh, commitment. Uh, of course, Dan has broken so many promises, but we're glad that he broke this one uh, because he's made so, so many people's lives miserable uh, over particularly uh, during the the covid uh, years from 2020 to 2022 a lot of people are, are saying that well before the financial situation really uh, hits the proverbial fan he's getting out while he's still on top uh, though there are room there, there there is some rumors that uh if he didn't go the CFMEU uh were uh, going to be calling for his resignation because uh them and the electrical trades union and also uh, the uh the plumbers union they've all formed the building industry group opposing Dan's a proposed ban on duck recreational duck hunting, and uh, when the, right. the CFMEU uh, calls on calls on a Labor premier to resign, uh, it's pretty much game over. Yeah, so he, he could go down because of an issue with recreational duck hunting. In the end, is that <laughs> well? Uh, is is the, that the, the unions, <laughs> the unions, who of course uh, uh, backed him. You he, didn't see that one coming, eh? did so many uh, sweetheart quid pro quo deals uh, with his uh, big build and, of course, his uh, big public housing build that he announced last week. Uh, so the the hands that he fed uh, were coming back to, to bite him. Uh, there was also the United Firefighters Union uh, leader, Peter Marshall, leading a protest today uh, from... Uh, Outside the Metropolitan Fire uh, Brigade headquarters, uh, uh, headquarters because they're negotiating a new enterprise bargaining agreement. Uh, so the House of Cards, it looked like was about to collapse, and he can just say, "Look, I've been premier for nine years, Labor leader for thirteen years. It's time to move on." He's the king of spin. So, <laughs> well, so. Uh, okay, you're reacting to it, but what has the reaction been? I know when I saw the news, I thought, what? I took a double take because my assumption was, just like you said, that he, you know, he's only recently been re-elected, and that's incredible considering all the things you've just described, the legacy, let's say, all the way to 2026. That's quite a way away. So what what has the reaction been? Um, has any any of that reaction stood out for you? Oh well, certainly. Even though he 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 were he he was uh, he won free election and was considered one of the most popular premiers in Victorian history, uh, I know that my uh, social media feed is is quite biased. Uh, but there has so yeah. been so many people uh, celebrating t- today. 
Uh, there has also been because uh, he has he, he he has haters and like we all do hate him with a passion. That's no exaggeration. Uh, so former Collingwood footballer Dane Swan, uh, he he said if if this if this week couldn't get any better because uh, his Collingwood Magpies are in the grand final. Former Australian basketballer Andrew Bogut, he was ecstatic. Uh, though. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what uh, uh, PR guy 17, uh, Dan's number one uh, Twitter X cheerleader, uh, who'll, who who he will uh, move on to idolizing now, or Dan Fangirl, how she will cope. At the ABC, I think their Melbourne hosts, uh, Patricia Carvellis, uh, Raf Epstein, and John Fain, they'll probably need to have a week of mourning for the, for the dear leader. Okay, so... The um, it, it is today. What at five p.m. that it's officially over for him? Just, just yes, yes, yeah. yes. We uh, we'll officially be rid of him. Uh, so, obviously, <laughs> we're still going to be governed by uh, the Labor Party, and uh, so, and obviously, whoever takes over is is probably going to continue uh, a lot of his uh, uh, his. Programs. When I say programs, I mean uh, bu- budget-blowing programs, and yeah, continue right. with yeah. the, the cultural Marxist social engineering agenda. Uh, but Dan Andrews, he was—he he basically, I'll, I'll, I'll be blunt—he was an asshole. Uh, he Ooh, just had okay. that yeah. that really mean, nasty, menacing persona. I mean, I'm not sure how many of you saw it at his. Uh, press conferences uh, where he just had that that look of basic uh, uh, ba- uh, basically this meanness and he absolutely relished uh, heckling telling people off uh it was it it, it was absolutely absolutely it was a terrifying time i'm gonna get in um to or we'll talk about the uh yes no sides of um the voice and some of the the marching and protests that have been going on. But before we get to that, I'm just thinking, is this anything to do with anticipated fallout from the COVID experience? The lockdowns are very damaging on people. The uh, mandating of vaccines, I don't know how extensive that was in uh, Victoria or Melbourne, but uh, you know, pretty well all around the place that has uh, had an impact on people. And, you know, um, there's a bit of talk around now that lots of questions are being asked and and the cockroaches are like scurrying away, let's say, in anticipation. Do you think that has anything to do with what's happened to Dan or is it just a whole lot of things all adding up? Oh, well, Anthony Albanese has set uh, the, the terms of reference uh, for the federal COVID inquiry, which is not a Royal Commission to exclude unilateral decisions taken at state and territory levels, which lets Dan Andrews and uh, Anastasia Palaszczuk off. And, uh, but there's still a, a lot of anger uh, at at uh, what uh, these premiers and chief ministers subjected us to. I also forgot to mention, uh, remember Crazy Eyes Michael Gunner in the Northern Territory? Yeah, he, oh boy, didn't and, he have weird eyes, that guy. Yeah, so so, his, well, Dan uh, had, a, Dan's eyes were a bit, bit off too, weren't they? I mean, something so in the eyes. Is, his successor, uh, Natasha Files, uh, she was uh, pied on the on the weekend in a constituency by a 56-year-old real estate 
agent because she was dissatisfied with uh, the response she got from Natasha Viles when she was the health minister trying to get a, a vaccine ex- exemption for a husband who was having a uh, heart surgery. Uh, an assistant replied back saying, oh, you, uh, this is, this is uh, your response is basically we're not going to consider it at all. It's not worthy of uh, considering. So she was uh, slapped on the weekend, Natasha Files, with a, a cream crepe. Yeah, I saw the video of that. Yeah, um, like outside a shop or something like that. Yes, it was a bank branch, Bendigo Bank branch. Wow. Uh, so I, it, it, she's been charged uh, with uh, aggravated uh, assault, uh, though <laughs> she was interviewed, uh, this this lady, and she says that, oh, look, uh, fresh cream, it's not that hard. She's such a drama queen. And you can eat it. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, stunning news. So uh, it's great to be uh, right up to date with that. And let's uh, let's see what happens in the aftermath of this. I'm sure we'll be talking about this again next week. So let's get on to The Voice. So an official yes rally, but an unofficial no. Is that because people don't want to, well, they don't need to go too hard on the no now, I suppose, if uh, those well, the, results are anything to go by? The official uh, no uh, campaign group, Fair Australia, they had a, a series of uh, uh, launches around Australia, including yep. in, in Melbourne. Uh, the, the one in Adelaide, uh, there were protesters out there, the, the, the front. Uh, Liberal Senator Alex Antic, he was uh, abused by the protesters, calling him, I can't remember if it was a racist pig or racist dog, one of, one, one of the two. <laughs> okay. Uh, so they're the, the tolerant yes voters. And then at a... Well, it, you could call it a, a yes yes gathering on the lawns of Parliament House in Canberra. Uh, there was a the, the, it, this was being filmed by a no uh, no campaigner, uh, so he was was quite uh, he, he, he was really getting into a lot of the the yes yes voters faces. Yeah, and uh, one of the the yes voters. I uh, spat in his face Ooh, and, and okay. it was filmed on camera. Uh, and then she denied it. Uh, so even with it um, on camera and recorded. Yeah. So uh, this spitter, I uh, was spitter. identified as uh, Denise Ferris, who is a uh, Emirates professor at the Australian national university. Oh, an emeritus professor is spitting in the face of people. Yes. And then denied it, even though that, so the 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 spit was captured on on camera, and so the university has uh, well they they've uh, deleted her from their their website. Oh, uh, okay. Consequences. So, yep. I suppose so, it's not the best look, is it? No. So yeah, it was quite uh, quite uh, quite disgusting. Uh, so. Again, this is uh, this is the side. It's about uh, they're wanting to be, uh, wanting to unite uh, the country. We had uh, also last week or oh, the the week before, we had uh, uh, comments uh, by Marsha Langton, one of the uh, one of the co architects of the the Voice. She was a a Marxist in the the seventies, uh, so she uh she was captured on camera saying that uh, uh when you break down the no campaign arguments they're either 
base racism or just based in sheer stupidity. And uh, in another recent speech, she said no voters were spewing racism. In the past, she has also said Australia is a horrible racist country. Oh, and another yeah. clip has said the police and social workers are racist. And uh, in a 2018 column in the Saturday paper, which is a far left paper, uh, Marsha Langton labelled uh, Jacinta Price and her mother, a former country Liberal Party Minister Best Price as the useful coloured help in rescuing the racist image of these conservative outfits. Oh, dear. And uh, Jacinta Price and Warren Mundine, they seem to get quite a bit of uh, of cut through. What's the tie up there? Uh, so Jacinta Price, she is a country Liberal Party senator for the Northern Territory. Yeah. Uh, last, Not last Thursday, but the Thursday before. Keep having to remember that we haven't spoken in in two yep. weeks. Uh, so she addressed the National Press Club and uh, she was asked a question by left-wing journalist uh, Josh Butler uh, from uh, The Guardian uh, whether there is uh, any uh, ongoing uh, negative inca- impacts from white uh, colonisation. Uh, she rejected that and said that there's only positive ongoing impacts uh, for Aboriginal people uh uh, due to white colonisation. So she said it's been good for Aboriginal people. We have running water and all of uh, modern life's uh, amenities. And she also dismissed the concept of intergenerational trauma and that uh, Aboriginals are victims with no agency. She said because uh, she, she has a a, a white uh, Scottish father, she said that given, uh, uh, given that uh, many white Australians are the descendants of, of convicts who were brought to Australia against their will for petty crimes, stealing a loaf of bread or, uh, or a chicken, yeah. uh, that uh, uh, she should be suffering from uh, double the amount of intergenerational trauma. And, of course, there was mass outrage at this, uh, as she uh, uh, Jacinta Price, she uh, is uh, now uh, denying history. They want truth, truth telling, but not not that type of truth telling. Right? Yeah, and, yeah only a uh, certain kind of truth telling. So I'm aware that Anthony Mundine, I think, is a, a sports star. So who's Warren Mundine again? His cousin Anthony Mundine is yeah. is a no. They uh, he is a uh, more in the the Aboriginal uh, gotcha. sovereignty uh, camp. Uh, so a so so Anthony Mundine uh, he he has come out as a as a no in the in the same way that uh, Lydia Thorpe uh, has uh, the the former Green senator considers herself to be a spokeswoman for the Black Sovereign Movement. She thinks that by voting yes, that it's ceding black sovereignty. Yeah. Warren Mundine, uh, he used to be the president of the Labor Party uh, 18 gotcha. years gotcha. ago. Yeah. Uh, so he he did uh, run for the Liberals at the 2019 election for the seat of Gilmore, didn't didn't win. Uh, they, he didn't have a good appearance on uh, insiders. So he said that he was still in favour of individual uh, treaties at the local state levels and that he wanted to change uh, Australia Day. Uh, just Price is firmly against changing uh, Australia Day. Uh, so that has basically ended his chances of a lib- uh, getting a Liberal Senate vacancy. Uh, 
the former foreign minister Maurice Payne has, has resigned because that didn't obviously impress conservatives. So he's sort of <laughs> made it that he's all over the place. Wow, it's complicated. Okay, so the um, unofficial no rally, You, I think you mentioned it coincided with another uh, get-together, another rally as well. What was that, and why? And why was, um, why were the two things going kind of at the same time? Well, obviously, uh, the the freedom freedom movement. There, they given what happens uh, to Australians uh, yep. during uh, COVID or with the lockdowns and mandates. Uh, Anthony Albanese announced uh, that there would be an inquiry into into uh, the Commonwealth's handling of uh, the COVID pandemic. It's not going to look at the the states, uh, Dan yep. Andrews' actions. And it's not going to be a a royal commission. So there's going to be it's going to be a three three person panel. There's an epidemiologist, a public servant, and an economist. That's, That's not going to work. I can yeah, tell you now. There's no awesome. there's no guarantee of uh, that. There'll be public hearings. They get basically a year to uh, report back. This is why I've always <laughs> I've been skeptical of uh, an, in- an inquiry because the British one, uh, that's basically just saying, oh, uh, we didn't act to lockdown uh, sooner. I-, I know that you've got one in New Zealand. Well, there's uh, one that's proposed, but every meaningful term of reference has been excluded. Yes, so but so it's this in- is a pattern, right? This is a pattern. It's obvious that there there are certain people who don't want things um, talked about or uncovered. Though Winston Peters of New Zealand First, who looks like he will be part of the mix of a coalition government, is calling for a full inquiry with no no restrictions, no limiting of terms of reference. So it it remains to be seen what happens. But um, uh, let's see. Hmm. Uh, so the, the 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 freedom movement, uh, which also it's it it's a it's a grand coalition. Obviously, there are conservatives, nationalists, there are sovereign citizens, but there's also uh, those who would be considered more hippie lefties, and also uh, supporters of Aboriginal sovereignty. Uh, so all of these groups, uh, they uh, are against the voice because they see it as a part of a a, a global elite yep. power grab uh, but uh Peter Dutton he uh, didn't want no uh, no voters or campaigners to attend uh, because uh, according to the Sid- Sydney Morning Herald all of uh, the rallies uh, were were being organized by uh, the Aussie Cossack Simeon Boykov, who they oh, yeah, the Aussie Cossack, yeah, as yeah. a pro-Kremlin activist and anti-vaccination campaigner. He is currently living in the Russian consulate in Sydney uh, because he is wanted on an allegation of assault uh, because uh, he at. at at a when he was at confronting uh, pro Ukrainian demonstrators in Sydney, he uh, pushed a I have to say allegedly pushed a. Is there footage the, of him, or is there any? There is. There is seventy six yeah. year six year old Ukrainian man down the down the stairs. The footage looks bad. Well, that's not good. No. Um, he would probably as uh, if if he hadn't uh, sought basically asylum in the uh, the Russian consulate uh he would be back in prison because he has already been imprisoned uh for breaching a suppression order 
Uh, so uh, he he spent a number. Can you just of, remind us what that suppression order was about for people well, who might, might be just coming this, into this uh, alleged uh, list of twenty eight uh, uh, elite pedophiles in Australia. Right. And so, uh, he allegedly named one of them in public, and so was in prison. So that's probably all I want to say on that. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll leave it there, but it's just handy to, to understand the, the context. Yeah. I saw, I watched quite a bit of Aussie Cossack, very entertaining. And he, played... he is a, he, he's born in and raised in Australia. He is an yeah. Australian, sole Australian citizen. He's not a, not a, not a citizen of Russia. Uh, so. Yeah. He, 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 he he is uh, contrary to, to what uh, to what some, some people may uh, imply. Yeah, he's always claimed that, and he he had this sort of cat and mouse game going with police in New South Wales, Sydney police. Yes, during 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 the lockdowns, just yeah. basically. Uh, and I thought it was very entertaining. And one of the funniest things I saw him do, because you've just reminded me, is um, he, he I don't know had manufactured all these lock lockable compartments and boxes because the police would search him every time. So he had in the back of his uh, his SUV all these boxes, like toolboxes with locks on them. And, of course, <laughs> the police, like, open it up and they, it opened one up and there'd be another locked box in that. It'd be like Russian dolls. And it would take them ages to go through the stuff and find nothing. It was very funny. I thought it was very entertaining. Um, and he had quite a following too. Okay, so that happened to him. Um, what happened at that uh, that rally? Did you have the Nazis turn up? Like uh, so, this the- was in Melbourne. Uh, so in the the Sydney one, uh, that was where the Avi Yemeni and uh, Rukshan Fernando they travelled up to that. Oh, yep, yep. Uh, John Ruddick, a Liberal Democrat MLC, he was a speaker, so was a former Liberal MP and now Liberal Democrat uh, President New South Wales, Ross Cameron. The Liberal Democrats, they're still called the Liberal Democrats in New South Wales, but they've had to change their name federally to the Libertarian Party. They're basically the the, the, the same as the ACT Party in, gotcha. yep. in New Zealand. And uh, Craig Kelly also spoke from the United yeah, we've States heard it. We've Party, heard former former MP, and also uh, there was a, a One Nation uh, MLC uh, Tanya uh, Malak. Uh, she's ex Labor uh, MP. Uh, so that was up in Sydney. Okay, down, gotcha. Yep, down here in in Melbourne. Uh, so there wasn't that many high profile speakers at uh, the, the the Melbourne one probably the most prominent one was uh, Morgan C Jonas of uh, the Freedom Party of Victoria uh, yep. he's a longtime uh, friend and associate of of Army Yemeni though he was uh, heckled uh, by uh, uh, some people who bought drums there who accused him of being a a a money grubbing scammer so that was a bit of <laughs> internal tension uh, there were these uh, uh, men uh, dressed in black. Uh, most of them wearing wearing masks, and I was like, "Well, who who, who are they?" And then I uh, then I instantly like looking at uh, taking a second look, knew that it was the the National Socialist Network, uh, the NSN. Uh, they're they're known as uh, for short. 
These are the Nazis who turned up when um, Posey Parker was in town, are they? Yes, when Kelly J. Keane uh, hosted Let's Let Women Speak in, in Melbourne. Yep. Uh, and uh, because they showed up, uh, the Victorian uh, Liberal leader, John Pesciuto, uh, expelled Moira Deeming from the party room. Well, it took him two goes to to do it. Yep. The Liberal Party of Victoria had their state council on the on the weekend and uh, and an a proposed amendment uh, to to the the party's constitution, which would have allowed Moira to rejoin the party group party room, uh, was uh, defeated by oh, okay. attendees at the the state council. And John Pesciuto got his preferred candidate up as uh, state president, albeit just, who's uh, vowed to purge the party of uh, troublemakers. Oh dear! All right, okay, and um, Antifa. Antifa, they were there with her. Well, they were. Uh, they had uh, organised a, a rally at uh, the uh, National Socialist Network uh, gym in Sunshine. Gym, West. okay. So, at least they're keeping fit. Nazis out of sunshine. So this was organised by the Campaign Against Racism and Fascism, which is a socialist alternative front group. Uh, yeah. Hopefully your audience can follow because there's so many different groups and <laughs> to, yeah. Yeah. to mention and how they're all interconnected. So they were all halfway across town and they were protesting an empty gym. So uh, they 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 got that one wrong. They thought that Yes, they yes, they 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 completely uh <laughs> oh dear. And so they made a a surprise entry uh the National Socialist Network, the the Nazis. Though there were four uh, Antifa who, who were wearing the the covert uh, masks, which yep. because they well, they still claim to be uh, scared of COVID as well. Uh, so they ran up to the the steps of of Parliament House with a sign that said uh, "Voice equals anti-white." Uh, they were removed from uh, the steps by Victoria Police. Uh, yep. Uh, doing some research, the Victoria Police do have the uh, the power to remove them under the Parliamentary uh, Precincts Act of two thousand and one. So they'll move to the the south side of the building, and the the uh, members of the the freedom movement who had returned there, uh, many of them were not happy uh, that uh, they had turned up and said, now now the media is going to associate uh, us uh, with you. Is that what happened? Did they? Did the media no, do they, that? No, they didn't actually. Even the Antifa, uh, they decided, uh, the Antifa communists, I should say, um, yeah. because they, they, they decided that it would be better, that it was more beneficial uh, to show that the Nazis were not being accepted by the freedom movement. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, even though they don't like the freedom movement either, they call them the the cookers. I mean, anyone who's not. That's what, that's what they, they use that word here too. It's, yeah. uh, anyone who's not in favor of uh, totalitarian communism is an enemy of. The, where, do we know where that word came know? from? Do we know its its origin? Cookers, how they got onto that? Like we're all cooked, all cooked, or something? Is that what they're trying to say? Oh, it was coined uh, by a Antifa personality who I would prefer not to give credit for it on no, the we, podcast, but he is yeah. a, a he's a he's a a real uh, try hard wannabe comedian. Uh, he's basically the the uh, the, the the size of well. 
um, a, f- a small car, basically. Okay, so you've got some issues there, right? Yes, he's personally attacked me uh, over time uh, as well. I was I, I was uh, identified by the uh, Antifa uh, there. Uh, <laughs> I saw my name mentioned on 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 Twitter. Oh, so they they know who you are. They recognize yeah. you. Yes, okay. and because uh, I don't. <laughs> Unless you like, you're a media that, uh, well, basically, uh, basically parrot uh, their narrative and their version of events. Uh, then, then you're the enemy. Okay. All right. Well, yes, that's uh, very involved. Um, people will be familiar with Magda uh, Shabransky. Is that her name? The character from Kath and Kim. Now she's been weighing in too, hasn't she? Oh well, uh, you could you could use that weighing in, weighing in. Given that, well, she's probably the the biggest that uh, she's ever been, uh, Magda Shabansky. And and of course, she was a uh, one of uh, Dan's uh, health ambassadors during uh, COVID. She didn't work out too well. Yeah, she she did an uh, an ad as uh, Sharon Strzelecki from Kath and Kim uh, yeah. for uh, Dan Andrews' uh, lockdown, saying the sooner we obey the rules, the sooner this will all be over that was in september 2020 that that ad and it, of course it lasted another year and and a bit and she on twitter she advocated that uh joggers uh, should wear be forced to wear masks outside because they could oh, spray aerosols and of course yeah. somebody replied to her with a zinger saying well the last time you ran uh was to the ice cream truck uh, she didn't attend uh, the the march for yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so even though the exercise would have would have done a done her well, uh, but uh, I, I thought she was um, uh, promoting um, healthy eating at one point. She was like, oh, well, uh, she had a had a TV show uh, last year on our ABC, or it's their ABC, uh, Magda's Big Health Check, and not surprisingly, she advocated a collectivist response to to health. Uh, so uh, in the first episode, she basically blamed her obesity on there being fast food McDonald's in every in every suburb. Uh, it was don't now, have to go in, by the way, but okay, yeah. 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 Now, now looking back uh, on it, now that uh, she was also promoting uh, fifteen minute cities, twenty minute neighborhoods, arguing that they are healthier if you have all that. Ah, she's energy. been on board for a while. Okay, yes, uh, that was that. That was the the implication. The second episode, uh, she blamed ultra processed foods for obesity. I'm basically summarizing every episode into a yeah. se- sentence. I mean, if you don't know by now that uh, these uh, that that are supposed uh, health bars, like the 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 ones that have the the, the sugar bars, like, is what yeah, they yeah, are. Sh- sugar bars. If you don't know that by now, I mean. You're, you're a fool, basically. Yeah. Uh, and the third episode, she basically blamed the fact that uh, her lesbianism was uh, uh, mentally tormenting tormenting her uh, when she was a teenager in the late 70s, early 80s, blamed that on her obesity and the, the final final episode. Oh, dear. And, and to finish on, here's a name that, um, that many of our listeners will remember, and I had, had to do a double take, and that is Kamal. The singer. I am amazed to hear that Kamal's still around. How old is he now? He's eighty-eight years old. I uh, he though he's he's still uh, very uh, fit and and healthy. Is he singing? 
Um, he's largely retired now. That's such a nice voice, actually. Yeah. So he's been spending a lot of time on on Twitter. Uh, so yeah. he originally said he was no. Then he said that he got uh, uh after uh, getting uh information from uh yes voters uh well it was more like abuse from yes voters he had switched to yes and so he was invited on the uh the 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 project as a sample of a convert from no to yes anthony albanese the prime minister said oh this is uh, kamal mentum and he blindsided i the uh, the project uh host by saying that uh oh my yes vote it uh i still it was it was it was I, I was still uh not not totally fully informed i'm fully informed now and now i am no oh and he said that on the project yes and how do I they take like, that uh they they were dumbfounded and they go straight to a commercial break today. <laughs> well it was pre-recorded oh uh, i got you so, yeah. so uh, Kamal has accused the project of uh, editing it uh, to uh, make him uh, look uninformed and and foolish. He's probably correct on that. It's interesting that because uh, they have a token conservative on the on the panel uh, during the week, Steve Price, and for some reason they they always edit out uh, for time uh, some of his uh, pointed questions. Right, of course. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a that's a that's a lot going on. Tim, that's a lot going on. Don't know how you keep it ahead of it all. Well, obviously, I do uh, my own uh, Tim's News Explosion uh, every every Monday night at uh, nine PM uh, yep. time on on YouTube. So, I coming on with, with with you, I'm able to basically uh, uh, use You're across it all. Yeah, use my my news gathering uh, to. Uh, to inform all of you uh, across 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 the ditch, because obviously we've got October fourteen, the the super super Saturday, and yeah, were, for all of us, well, for a lot and, of us, uh, there was also yep. a rally rallies in New Zealand on the the weekend against co governance, uh, organised by Julian Bachelor. So it was a as a as a busy busy activist weekend across the Tasman. Tim Wilms from unshackled.net. Good to uh, talk with you again, Tim, and we'll talk in a, or just under a week's time, next Tuesday morning this time. Yes, look forward to it. Thank you, Paul. RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio.